0: Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul. Here we are in the holiday season, right in the middle of the Christmas week, heading into New Year. And I would like to say it's exciting because it is, but that's in a terrifying way. I haven't found out my way out, I should say, of the general malaise that I think I'll close today's show talking about. But hey, here we are. Merry Christmas. So over the holidays, Donald Trump did the right thing, and he made a trip to Iraq. Although he politicized it to the extent that, uh, you know, presidential historians, guys on TV, commentators that they hire because they're experts to talk about this. They say that there's never been anything like that. You don't do certain things, talk against another party, or... Uh, you're here to support the troops, not not give a stump speech. So, that was uh, it was good and bad, because he should and he shouldn't, and it's one of those mixed bags, I guess. Now, I'll tell you what is also a mixed bag. We did a little thing over the holidays. We watched um, Christmas movies and they included Home Alone and Home Alone 2. And spoiler alert, Donald Trump's in Home Alone 2. And with the uh, General Mathis firing and with us pulling out of Syria and not even telling the Iraqis what we had up our sleeves, although, you know, I'm not sure they can be fully read in on everything. It's just, there's a lot of uh, infiltration of Iranian forces, and my gosh, the world's a geopolitical mess. But this is one thing that Donald Trump should have known from the days of Home Alone all the way forward. Russia. Russia is our geopolitical foe. As an adversary. Today, there was some announcements by the Kremlin and Putin crowing about new guns they have. They have a rail gun and they have these high-frequency weapons. And my goodness, there's a couple of really new world butt-kicking things they've come up with, and uh, they're proud. They have a new satellite that is said to be to fix other satellites, but it very well may be to disable our satellites. And it's, uh, you know, if they had a superiority in a certain space or several spaces and wanted to pursue it, I'm not sure why or what the payoff would be, you know, war with the United States that would probably escalate to nuclear war. But, you know, that's always what's on the line. And that's what always makes it so scary to have Donald Trump with the nuclear launch codes. I mean, how insane is that? Do you realize he has the command authority to target and launch those weapons? I don't, I can't even fathom that. And for the sake of sanity, we'll all soon be forced to eat the fact that the United States, if, if it goes the way that they're talking, that Erdogan and Turkey is going to come on in and take care of ISIS and the Kurds are in the way who we supported and promised to protect and not abandon, and Turkey relates to them as some sort of terrorist group, So, if we just turn our backs on them and let them be ethnically cleansed, well, we have to do it if that's what happens, and we have to find a way to wrap our head around it. So, there's some new reporting out today that claims that Michael Cohen had his cell phone uh, made the towers ping in Prague. So he was in Prague even in 2016. And I can understand why the special counsel would want to keep that on the down low because they have him dead to rights. All the collusion, all the cooperation, all the planning, its we already have it, and we have to figure out how to use it. So there are indications that Donald Trump knows what's coming. And someone today on TV said, I heard him, they said, and do you think he's a good loser? So we have that to consider, how to take away his figurative car keys and take him off somewhere and let him do no more harm. Boy, it just doesn't seem like there's any good choices. Okay. Well, I just realized that this is the last show of the year. 2018 has been an interesting year. Let's say that 2016 was the bump on the head, and 2018 was just a continuation of the concussion. It it really feels, well like the end of something. You know, we're heading for this democratic control of the House of Representatives, and they'll have a lot of authority to investigate things, something that the um, House Republicans have refused to do up until this point. So I get it. It's politics. And I hope you remember the saying, all politics is local. And that has proved to be true for me because this is where I do anything that involves acting in political ways other than perhaps this podcast, which I hope reaches a much wider audience. And I can give an example of how that is also not the case. For instance, have you heard some of this stuff uh, reporting on the EPA? And we knew that this Scott Pruitt, who was a fracker from Oklahoma, he uh, cut the regulations and there's these pipes that are just factories spewing out quantities of stuff that's harmful and pesticides that are banned all over the world being now used with impunity on our food. And... Really, there's nothing you can do about it because you can't fight the farmer, you can't fight the company that doesn't live here. There is only one recourse, and that is to keep raising the issues. And it's sad to make as big of a problem as stink as you can. I mean, who wants to do that? But sometimes I can see where people just don't really pay attention to you unless you do. And then there's the question of who do you make a stink to? Now, over the holidays, my kids, they love Legos. They were raised with them. And what a great toy. What a great building platform. Really, it's an educational platform, an engineering platform. And I didn't have those as a kid. They may have been around, but I didn't have them. And I can see from my own kids what a value it's been to many areas of their lives. So, you know how when you see those Lego books in the store, a lot of them have a figure, an action figure that comes with the book. And most of the time they're gone because people steal them. And I get that. Everybody wants that cute, cool character. But now we found out, because Lego admitted this, they They send out stuff to big distributors. We got some, you know, mail ordered to us from somewhere, I forget. But somehow in their distribution centers, they open them, they steal parts, and then they seal them so they look like no one's touched them and they can sell them as new and they hope some young kid just doesn't know the difference or never even uses the thing. So it's not just people stealing them at the store, it's people entrusted to ship them to you in a relationship, a contractual relationship with Lego that are stealing them. And the people in the store or the distribution center don't have control of their employees because that must take a little bit of time to sidejack one of those things and open it up, steal and then reseal it. So who's ass do you kick on that one? You know, it's the new year is coming, and there's a lot of the shows that count down the eight or the ten most important events of the year, and I suppose it's good to look back and remember a lot of it's not really good news, and a lot of it's outright crazy. If I have to tell you, my favorite part of this year was the $1.6 billion Powerball lottery. Now, can you imagine my brother? He once called a lottery a tax on the stupid. But for two bucks for that ticket, to think for three days that I could win a billion and a half dollars, I mean, that was worth two bucks. Come on. But there really is a general malaise. People are worn out. I'm worn out. I hope that this next year is a good one for us all, for the podcast as well. I'm going to look into it, see what changes I can make. I have to start promoting it better and get more people interested in listening, which, of course, is always the challenge. I was pretty, I don't know what, jokingly desperate, hard up jonesing for an event, and I closed the year by going to a Kwanzaa celebration. Um, My good sport coat that I've had for 40 years had an accident, and I ordered a new one. And it arrived by mail just as I was about to leave to go to this Kwanzaa event so I could look good. It was cool. That was a good thing that happened today. I have a new jacket. I hope it lasts four years. And while I applaud people's efforts, I do question certain things for instance today was celebrating the part of kwanzaa that's yamaya cooperative economics and this thing was held in a strip mall that had a large room and basically there's vendors all around trying to sell you stuff that no one will buy any other time and i'm not talking about life insurance or glasses you know, beauty aids, hair care products, clothing of a certain type. And, oh, well, it just, we have to celebrate economics and hold each other up and help each other prosper and give a fair deal. And But I'm not sure. It's like if you had a church or a celebration of some sort, And there were just a lot of vendors. I guess it happens everywhere. Well, anyway, we're going to do stuff. It's going to be a new year, a new attitude, and a lot more to talk about. And I just want to say thank you for helping uphold matters this year. And we'll look forward to next year. And I appreciate your listening.